Hello, my name is EJ, and today is day 60 of the 90-Day Challenge. This week, we are growing in a lifestyle of community through building a habit of building one another up in love. As we begin, let's pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. God, as we approach your word, help us to remember that you want to speak with us. As we listen to today's reflection, help us to learn what it means to be your disciple. As we seek to create new habits, help us to remember that your grace is sufficient for us when we inevitably fall short. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God. Community is living committed. It is the way we participate and persevere within the local church. We were meant to live in authentic relationships, to love generously, to serve humbly, and to live in unity and at peace with one another. This is our design and our call as followers of Jesus. Today, we are reflecting on how to live as a follower of Jesus in a world that often causes the emotion of anger. Ephesians 4, verses 26 through 27 and 31 to 32 say, In your anger do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Today's passage is in the middle of Paul's instructions on Christian living. It is written to the believers in Ephesus who are trying to figure out the day-to-day actions of living like Jesus. They were running into real-world problems, and they felt the same emotions of discouragement, frustration, irritation, and anger that they felt before they believed in Jesus. They had a new life in Christ. They were new creations. They had the living Holy Spirit in them. So what's the deal? Paul does not say, don't get angry, nor does he say that anger is a sin. What he says is that what we do with the emotion of anger is what matters to God. There are over 200 mentions of the word anger in the Bible. Most of them are in reference to our holy and perfect God having righteous anger against people who have sinned. God's anger is not motivated by selfish desire or pride or hurt feelings or misunderstandings. God's anger is holy and brings a justice in a way that humans can barely understand. No, anger is not a sin. What we do with anger can lead to sin. James tells us that we should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because the anger of men and women does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. This is from James 1 verses 19 and 20. In today's passage, Paul tells us that holding on to anger can give our enemy, the devil, a foothold. The longer we hold on to anger, the more time the devil has to plant seeds of discontentment, discord, and hatred. This is definitely not the righteous life that God desires. What's a person to do? Our best friend says something that rubs us the wrong way. Our roommate eats the last brownie that we were saving for after we finished studying. Our children will not stop arguing with one another about 
everything. Our coworker takes credit for the project that we worked overtime on. Paul, what would you have us do when anger bubbles up and yelling or slamming doors would feel so good? Well, says Paul, I'm glad you asked. Here is what you're going to do. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, and malice. Instead, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as in Christ God forgave you. This does not sound easy, nor does it sound immediately gratifying. However, the righteous life that God desires is playing the long game. It is asking the Holy Spirit to help. It is confessing our pride, hurt feelings, frustration, selfish intent, and anger. And it is relying on the Spirit to manifest the fruit of self-control. Paul says to get rid of, not save for another day or put on the list of offenses that the person has done to you. Don't give the enemy a foothold. Don't give him an opportunity to sow discord among the community of believers because it is the opposite of love. And Jesus said, it is by our love that others will know we follow him. In this society where revenge is celebrated and slander is king, our community of believers must be different. We must be kind and compassionate, forgiving and loving one another building one another up in love so that the world will see Jesus and be drawn to him. Friends, this is not easy. And there are injustices in this world that we need to work towards settling right. But we need to do it as Jesus would, in the loving power of the Holy Spirit, not in human anger that brings more hurt. Let's return to the passage and listen for a particular word or phrase the Holy Spirit might be highlighting today. This time I'll read from the Amplified Version, Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. Be angry at sin, at immorality, at injustice, at ungodly behavior, yet do not sin. Do not let your anger cause you shame, nor allow it to last until the sun goes down. And do not give the devil an opportunity to lead you into sin by holding a grudge or nurturing anger or harboring resentment or cultivating bitterness. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor, perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, fault-finding, and slander be put away from you, along with every kind of malice, all spitefulness and verbal abuse. Be kind and helpful to another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another readily and freely, just as God in Christ also forgave you. What word or phrase jumped out to you from this verse? What idea do you want to take away from today's reflection? Is there a step of obedience that you want to take today in response to this? Father God, thank you for your righteousness, your grace, and the gift of the Holy Spirit to help us put off emotions that can lead us to sin and put on the things that help us to love one another as you love us. Take a few moments to add your own prayers or continue to sit in the presence of God.
As we take these reflections into the coming today, let us remember the command of Jesus in John 13, verses 34 and 35. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Father, help me to live as your child, secure in your love. Jesus, help me to live as you did, loving God with all my heart, my soul, my mind, and my strength. Spirit, help me to live in the power of God, forsaking self-reliance and putting all my hope in you. Amen.